You're listening to Satellite Sisters. What's a Satellite Sister? The person you call when the best thing in your life happens or the worst. The person that gets you up, gets you going, and gets you through. And every once in a while, changes your mind. This podcast is part pep talk, part weekly check-in. Like grabbing coffee with a friend. Thanks for being here. Welcome to the Satellite Sisterhood. You're listening to Satellite Sisters. Great to be with you today. I'm Leon Dolan in Pasadena, California. I'm a writer, a producer, and I am an empty nester. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Leon. Welcome to a whole new world. Woo. It's only getting better. All right. And our question of the day today, we all read about the emotional support alligator over the weekend, right? That was the, well, the story. Yes. The, what's Wally is his name? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's the story that swept the nation. So if you had an emotional support animal that was not a dog, what would it be? Julie, what do you think? Okay, very easy. This is Julie Dolan in Dallas, Texas. Baby panda bear. Oh, come on. Come on. Just roly poly. You could Aww. take it everywhere. Little bamboo. Oh, adorable. Yes. <laughs> okay. Liz? Okay, this is Liz Dolan. I'm in Santa Monica. And I think, you know, I have a spiritual spiritual connection with sea turtles, but they don't really travel well. So really, none of the sea creatures really travel that well. So I am going with llama. And I'm just wondering if there's any such thing as a mini llama. (laughs) I'm I'm sure there's a pygmy, a pygmy llama. Yeah. Well, Leon, did you know there's a Central Oregon Llama Association that has a Facebook group and it has fairs and outings and things? So I'm going to be looking into the mini llama. I, I mean, llama enthusiasts, Liz, they're all over the place. And you know what? They're good for hiking. Remember that? Okay. Yes. Okay. We saw them in Patagonia. Mm-hmm. Leon, how about you? Uh, a bunny, a nice um, bunny. Yeah. yeah. I, I want a bunny and uh, I can't get one because of the dog. So oh. I just like a bunny. Just okay. like my own little bunny. All right. Today on the show, you can discuss amongst yourselves at home what your emotional support animals would be. Today on the show, Liz, you're coming up on a big birthday. You've got some mixed feelings. You wanted to discuss this. We did not force you to talk about your birthday. No, no. I'm coming up on an MMB, Leon, major milestone birthday. And yeah, I have issues. I'm just going to put out some questions to to everyone and uh, see what we're thinking about all this. All right, Julie, you've got the story that just won't go away of the dancing prime minister. Correct? The Finnish prime minister. Okay. I mean, it's it's out there. People keep talking about it. People keep posting fig, uh, pictures of people dancing, and we're going to discuss this. All right. Also, we have some follow-up from last week's show. A lot of action on the Facebook page about things we talked about last week, uh, including, of course, Magic Mike, the last movie our mom ever saw. So <laughs> we're going to talk about that. And then people had great tips for packing for a long trip in a small bag. So we're going to talk about uh, that today. But first, I just want to fill you in the move part two. I mentioned at the top of the show, officially an empty nester now, uh, because my son Colin moved out last Thursday. So I previewed mm-hmm. this on last week's show. I can tell you the move went fine. Okay. It took a lot of moving. He Mm -hmm. seemed to think it was going to happen organically without any organization. (laughs) Oh, he's a novice. He's a novice mover, Liam, no doubt. I mean, I know. But when he finally cleared out of here at like 10 p.m. Thursday night, he left a load of laundry 
in the washer. So that's how I knew he'd be back. Yeah. You know, he's only, <laughs> he's only moving a mile away, uh, but he was ready to go. And we were ready for him to go so much so that my husband took Friday off, which, as you know, is, is unheard of. Not done. Not uh, Friday in yes. August. Who would take yes. that off? My <laughs> gosh. Uh, and uh, we just went out and bought all new furniture for his room. So when he came back Saturday to pick up a few things, he was stunned. <laughs> that that's like the real mess. The turnover had yes. happened so quickly. We're gone and don't <laughs> yes. come back. Okay. Nice, <laughs> nice land. <laughs> so, uh, so thanks. Everyone sent a lot of good wishes, their own stories about their 20 somethings or college kids moving out. Thank you. We're very excited. I mean, it, it's just amazing how quiet the house is. Like yesterday morning, it was so delightful. Uh, you know, my husband went to work. The dog was like already asleep at, at 9 a.m. I thought, oh my gosh, I'm going to get a lot of work done. And I did. I wrote for like eight straight hours because it was so quiet. So I am looking forward to that. Looking forward to that. Okay, a whole new chapter for you, Lynn. I'm happy. But uh, one of the other follow-ups from last week is I mentioned that I was trying to control my cholesterol and I was going to tweak my diet. And I can't say how grateful I am to the Satellite Sister Nation that on our <laughs> Facebook page, we had actual medical experts providing <laughs> actual medical advice, right? Yes. So thank you, Judith. Thank you, Michelle and Meg. Okay. And I am proud of the entire nation because I alone am not, apparently I'm not alone in being vigilant about my LDL score. Okay. Mm -hmm. And, and can I say to the half and half lobby out there, I've just, I'm thrilled because I have been given the green light sisters that a little dollop of half and half in my coffee, a couple of times a week is not going to kill me. Okay. That's the official <laughs> word. Okay. Can I just say, Julie, though, I checked the stats. We have a lot of listeners in the dairy producing states. So I think. <laughs> oh, you think it's skewed that way, Liz? Oh, no, Liz, don't burst my bubble. No, okay? no. I, I mean, I, medical I think... advice, Liz. I got it. You, I got, I mean, uh, you're, you're trying to sort of skew this. Let's not. Let's, let's just stay on a high note that half and half. A couple of dollops is is the way to go. Okay. Unfortunately, I bought this new Nespresso machine, but I'll figure out how to reintegrate half and half with my Nespresso. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's totally doable. Okay. So I have some Nespresso advice because I learned a hard Nespresso lesson this summer, Julie. Actually, oh, okay. just even even a couple of weeks ago. So I have an espresso in the little bungalow in Bend. Uh -huh. So it's, I don't have one home here in Santa Monica. I sort of think of it as my treat coffee when I'm on vacation. So it only exists in Bend. And in the summer, who knows what year it was then, but like I was, <laughs> I was in Bend <laughs> the entire summer of 2020, first pandemic summer. I spent the whole summer in Bend, left and came home to Santa Monica in September. A couple of months later, I got a text from our sister Monica saying, your Nespresso maker was broken when I got here. Mm -hmm. uh, 
I'll see what I can do to get it fixed. So I appreciated that. And there were, then there was some back and forth. She couldn't figure it out. She wasn't registered to her. She put it in a box and took it to Portland, Oregon, where she lives, thinking she'll find her nice neighborhood and espresso repair shop, uh, which, of course, does not exist. <laughs> I was going to so, say, does it, <laughs> is that a thing? <laughs> I, I appreciated the effort, but I knew that was futile. Anyway, then over Christmas of that year, she brought it back to Bend left it in a box and put it in the pantry and sent me a note like, no can do, uh, I leave it to you. So every time I've been in Bend since, let's just say, January of 21, or wait, whatever year that was, mm-hmm. I've looked at this Nespresso maker in a box in the pantry and thought, I should really do something about that. And I have done nothing about it. <laughs> I've just been staring at the broken Nespresso maker thinking, <laughs> This is going to be super complicated. I'm going to have to like ship it to Switzerland. I'm who knows what's going to happen. We had a backup drip coffee maker, just went back to the drip, which is it's fine. It's what I drink at home. So finally, this summer, uh, earlier this month, because I'd been there for uh, a month this summer, I looked at that Nespresso maker in the closet and I was like, okay, time to address the Nespresso. I get it out. I turn it on. I see what she means. The little wheel doesn't turn when you put the pod in. It's just not, it's not working. So I get and go to Nespresso.com and I get on with, it says, if you have a problem, call us. I'm like, yeah, and they're going to tell me where to ship it in Switzerland or something. So I get on and oh my God, this was like the best <laughs> customer. This was the best customer experience uh, I've ever had. I, I, I think so. So I get on. The woman is super nice, and uh, she gets my uh, serial number. And she said, "Well, you didn't quite finish registering it." And so I thought, now she's going to tell me she can't help me. She said, "So let's start by doing that." So we do that. Then she's like, "Okay, troubleshooting. Let's see what's going on." She had me explain what was wrong. And then she sent me a text, Julie, with a link in it. And she said, just open this link. And I'm like, oh, this is going to be the crazy, complicated instructions. No, Julie, the link was a camera. So when I held it up to my Nespresso maker, she could see it. Oh, my gosh. She was giving me instructions. (laughs) I'm telling you, this was really the most fun I had all summer. And... uh, Oh, so then, then she's like, so tell me the last time you descaled it. And I was like, oh, uh, no. okay, descaling, that is not in Liz Dolan's what vocabulary. Now? What now? Or wheelhouse. Like, yeah. yeah. I was like, and I've had it since 2015. So uh, anyway, so she said, okay, just stick your finger in there and the wheel isn't turning around. Just force the wheel to go around. So that's what I did. And she said, okay, now put in a pod. So that's what I did. And she said, now put some hot water in the tank, just water. You know, you don't even take the pot out. You don't need to make any coffee. Just run some hot water through it and let's see how that does. And I'll be damned (laughs) (laughs) if the the super complicated solution to fixing my Nespresso wasn't running some hot water through it. (laughs) I'm I'm taking notes. I'm writing this down. Uh, Well, here's what, here's what I'll give you for Christmas. She talked me into buying the actual descaling solution, which exists. Okay. She's like, you know, if you don't want to do that, just run some hot water through it once a month. It was like, I was so giddy 
from this uh, customer service experience. I almost didn't want to let her off the line. I'm like, you can have your bosses call me, whatever. I, I'm just very happy with the results of this phone call. She had no idea that I'd been staring at it in the box for a year and a half. Anyway, that's my tip to you, Julie Dolan. Descaling. De oh, wow. Yes, that's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know we were going to spend that much time on that. Okay. <laughs> Think of all the coffee I could have been drinking for a year and a half, fine Nespresso brew, but whatever. It's fine. Well, it's I think you're changing people's lives out there, Liz. So um, I think everyone's just going to call the Nespresso helpline right now. Yeah. No, not even if they don't have a machine. Yeah. Right. It just sounds so good. They're Did so you take nice. a look at my dishwasher with that <laughs> yeah, camera? That's what I'm thinking. See, now, okay. Leanne, why doesn't your dishwasher have a, com a, a tech support person that can send you the link and you hold up the camera and they look at what's wrong with your dishwasher? Yeah. Why should you be trying to figure out what's wrong with your dishwasher, right? Make a good point, Liz. Make mm -hmm. a good point. Or All buy right, well, an espresso dishwasher if they ever <laughs> offer them. Okay. <laughs> okay. Whew, Liz. All right. Speaking of retailers, last week, uh, I confessed that I had no idea that Eileen Fisher was a real person. And so breaking news for me was not only was she retiring from her company, she actually existed. And so then we joked about like, like, is Jay Jill? That's certainly not a real person, right? Nope. According to Leslie, satellite sister Leslie, who lives in Oregon, uh, she works at J. Jill. So Leslie, thank you. I'm glad we have people on the ground to inform us of this. J. Jill was a person, actually two people. The founder had two daughters, Jennifer and Jill. Why uh -huh. Jennifer got the short end of the logo? No one knows. So that's a good, it could have been wow. J Jen rather than J Jill, right? It could have been. Yeah. It could have been Jill, Jilly Jen, Jenny Jill. <laughs> okay. Well, Leanne, I was, Jill. I was so struck by our conversation that I did a deep dive, did some further research oh, good, on both retail names, real or fake. So here's a list. J Crew fake. Okay. That's not a real name. It's mm -hmm. a just, we're trying to compete with Ralph Lauren. They came up with the name crew and then they stuck a J in front of it because they thought it sounded cooler. Mm -hmm. Tori Birch, that's a real person. Okay. Zara. Okay. Fake name. But here's the thing. The owner really wanted to name the, um, the retail store Zorba after Zorba the Greek. But unfortunately, his first store happened to be on the same block as a bar that was Zorba. So he had already <laughs> bought the letters for Zorba. And I guess he got an extra A and he just switched them around and got Zara. How about oh, that? Seriously? This is this is a true. It's as true as your Nespresso story, Liz. Yes, it is. OK, Jay McLaughlin, real person. Ted Baker made up name. Oh, okay. There oh. you have it. Oh, okay. Well, uh, just another one. Uh, Leslie Apadu worked at Tommy Bahama. Not yes. a real guy. Not a real guy. <laughs> okay. She okay. said, even though there were, there were, uh, she used a, a, a word, but I won't use, I'll just call them Bahama bros who came in and said, oh yeah, yeah. I know Tommy Bahama. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> there you go. That is some good detail. All right. Also, thank you so much to everyone who shared their own magic mic story. That would be taking someone to an age inappropriate movie. Uh, a lot of you were taken to movies as children you shouldn't have seen. I'm sorry about that. But some of you took your parents to completely inappropriate movies. Thank you for supporting us. Thank, thank you. you. We thank love you. it. Thank you. I I got a text from my college roommate who said, oh, my God, listening to the podcast about Magic Mike, I kind of wish I'd taken my mom to that movie in her last days. So 
I think that was the point. All right, stay with us. We're the Satellite Sisters. Hey, it's Liz and Leanne here, and we want to thank Pros for supporting this episode of Satellite Sisters. Now, you know, Liz, I've been out and about with my new book, The Marriage Sabbatical. The book is getting rave reviews. I'm very happy. But you know what else is getting rave reviews? My hair, Liz. My hair from Pros is getting rave reviews. Leanne, I am not surprised. You have been on that Pros hair regimen for quite a while. I mean, you have good hair anyway, but now you have great hair because you've really paid attention to it. Well, Liz, pros is made for people, not hair and skin types. Personalization is rooted in everything they do, from their in-depth consultation to their made-to-order model. And you know what? I love the regimen they have me on. Do I take the hair vitamins every day? Yes, I do. Do I use my shampoo and conditioner made especially for Lee and Dolan? Yes, I do. Do I sometimes use the leave-in conditioner when my hair's really dry? I do. And I even have a pre-scalp thing that they give me. Okay, pros, you're the boss. I'll take it. (laughs) You tell me what my hair needs. That sounds good. And here's the thing. It's personalization, Liz. For yeah. millions of possible formulas, only one is uniquely Leans. Okay? And I'm I'm using it. Pros mm-hmm. isn't just better for you. It's also better for the planet, Liz. They're a certified B Corp, cruelty-free, and the first and only carbon-neutral custom beauty brand. So, Pros, we love you. I love the photos of my hair. Couldn't be happier. <laughs> photos of your hair. There are people in the photos, too. That's the thing about a book tour. Everybody yeah. has their picture taken with Leon and then post it. So yeah. the hair is important. <laughs> Couldn't be happier, Pros. Pros is so confident that you'll bring out your best hair and skin. They're offering an exclusive trial offer of 50% off your first subscription order at pros.com slash sisters. So you get your free consultation, then 50% off at pros.com slash sisters. And pros is spelled P-R-O-S-E, pros.com slash sisters. Thanks, pros. Liz and Leanne here, and we are so grateful to have Osea support Satellite Sisters. Why? Because it's just a great product. Holy cow, do we we love Osea's skin and body care. And you know what? This Mother's Day... Just look no further than Osea. Spoil the moms in your life with the little luxuries from Osea. The moms, the stepmoms, the bonus moms, the people who bring a touch of something special to your life, aunts, grandmothers, they would love a little Osea this Mother's Day. And you can get 10% off your first order by using our code SATSISTERS at OseaMalibu.com. And Liz, you know what every mother and mother figure needs? What? More moisture, Liz. They need more moisture in their skin. <laughs> in no their kidding. Skin. I mean, really, the creams, the lotions, the oils. I love it all. That duo they have going. Oh. Like, you can't miss with the duo of Osea. Liz, the mega moisture duo. Yes. You can you can literally see your skin get firmer. And it just delivers <laughs> this full body glow. Okay, you know we have raved about the Andaria Algae Body Oil. Mm-hmm. Well, pair that with the Andaria Collagen Body Oil. Youthful, Liz. A youthful glow is going to (laughs) happen. And it's infused with Osea's signature Undaria seaweed. So it just smells so delicious, doesn't it? I know you're talking about giving it as a gift. I also suggest just giving it to yourself (laughs) because you're worth it. (laughs) That's, That's true. 
That is absolutely true. Okay, that moisture duo I mentioned too is a great value because you can save 16% plus the extra 10% with our code SAD Sisters. So this is it. This is a win, win, win Mother's Day gift. Spoil the moms in your life with clean vegan skincare and body care from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with the code SATSISTERS at OseaMalibu.com. And you get free samples in every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Osea is spelled O-S-E-A. So head on over to OseaMalibu.com and use code SATSISTERS for 10% off. Thanks, Osea. All right. We're going to talk about dancing. We're going to talk about birthdays. I think we're starting with dancing. Go for it, Jewel. Yes. Well, this was a story that happened a couple of weeks ago, but it's a story that has legs, sisters. Okay. <laughs> oh. I'm talking about the Finnish prime minister, Sana Marin. A couple of weeks ago, she faced a lot of backlash after being seen partying and dancing in a leaked video. Okay. And it was um, pretty extreme. And people, some of the Finns were mad about it. They felt like, you know, she should take a drug test. Um, but she was, she was very adamant. She said she didn't, you know, she, she did take a drug test. It came back negative. She said she just drank alcohol. She didn't have any official duties over the weekend. And she just wanted to be a little boisterous. Okay. Now, here's the other thing, sisters. When she was elected, she was only 34 years old. So she's a 36-year-old prime minister, okay? But this isn't her first, you know, run-in with some bad press over her social life because during COVID, she was out clubbing and she came in close contact with a COVID case. And she has been seen in other venues sort of dancing and partying. But you know what? It's perfectly legal to dance and party. <laughs> and um you know that okay yes. so that's her position and, and i mean far be it from us because we're not finished the Finns elected her they knew she was young and she was doing pretty much what 36 year olds do when they uh when they have a free weekend right yeah. okay she had a free weekend so it's sort of a generational thing but women all over the world have been posting videos of themselves dancing and partying in support which i thought is pretty cool even hillary clinton posted a video this week of her and she's like napkin waving in Cartagena. Uh, really yeah. living, living <laughs> oh, it I don't remember there. when that happened. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. So I think it's really the Finn's fault. Like if you elect a 30, 34 year old or a 36 year old, you're going to have to expect a little partying. Now, I also, on the other hand, I mean, Finn, Finland's neighbor is Russia. So one major problem they have right now is Putin. They're in the process of getting into NATO, which, again, is seen as a very provocative move by Putin. So, you know, there may be a tone issue there that she wants to address. <laughs> You know, it seems like you always got to be a downer, don't you, Jewel? <laughs> I do, Leanne, because of Russia, Leanne, and because of Putin. Okay. okay. Hey, that border is really, really close, you know, and he's already said, you know, he's already made provocative statements about that. So uh, I don't know what you think. I mean, other than that, I mean, I, it's it's up to the Finns. If this is yeah. they want to, they want a dancing prime minister, you know, let them have a dancing prime minister. Well. <laughs> Well, I'm always going to be pro dancing. You know that. <laughs> okay. It's never going to be a part of my life where I think we should all dance less. We should all dance more is my, 
is my official stance on this. I just, I would say this, Julie, as she's prime minister. I assume she has people in charge of actually watching the border. So I'm assuming that's covered. And I don't need her to be the one watching the border because there are probably people that are more qualified. Um, what, Liz? Wait a minute, Liz. Okay, she's head of the country. What if they? What if something's happening at the border? Then they call she's her. She's there. Then oh, I hope but they, she's they in the middle the of a park. Julie, Julie, Finland practically invented the cell phone. They're, they're like, oh, that's one thing they know how to do is call people in Finland. They've got great phones. They call people all the time. I, I, Liz, um, I understand that. But if it's four in the morning and you've been drinking all night, are you, you know, in a position to make the best decision about okay, fair enough. Putin, Putin's invasion? Okay, that's okay. The answer to that is no, you're probably not in the best okay. position. Okay. But I do understand why leaders of countries do need to find ways to blow off a little steam. Yeah. And that if you're in your 30s, you're going to blow off steam exactly. differently. Exactly. I, and I agree with that. Yes, mm-hmm. I agree with that. I mean, so there you have <laughs> it. Because you think Putin is having her trailed and the moment she gets drunk enough, he's going to invade? That's, <laughs> okay. Liz, okay. moving Liz. on. Possible, possible. <laughs> Speaking of age appropriate, this is my big issue. Now, I've told you guys, well, you guys know already. Because right. <laughs> we're related to you. You're related yes. to me. So for a long time, we've been related to you. Yeah. Yes. So next month in September, I have an MMB, uh, a major milestone birthday. And I've never dreaded one or had mixed feelings about one before. But next month is when I turn 65. And for some reason this is really getting to me. Like I've really given it so much more thought than I've ever given any birthday. And I may have finally reached the point where like, I'm just reluctant to say the number out loud. So, and I think it's, I've been thinking a lot about why this is. Part of it is the last couple of years during pandemic, you know, we've all gone through a rough time and Year one of the pandemic was bad enough, but year two, when I fell and crushed my leg, I just had a year that involved a lot of, you know, loneliness and fear and weakness. And maybe I just feel like that was the glimpse of the old age that I feared, you know? I mean, just to be perfectly serious about it, like there I was laying in my bed or in my wheelchair and it was just rough to be trapped alone at home and not be able to get out and about. Now, I am much better now. And so the worst of that has passed for sure. But I think it was that partly it was just the glimpse into my worst fear about being old. So you think that's probably part of it, right? Yeah, for sure. Yes. I mean, I know you've, you've always, you've talked about being old quite a bit. Like that is your worst fear for a long time is that you're just going to, so that's why you're always cooking up scenarios, like living with all your best friends or (laughs) renting houses near people. Like that's been an issue. And then you actually live through it. So that makes sense. But I also think you, you know, you think of yourself as being very young and with it too. And, and, and now this is some like reality check that you don't want. And here's the thing, Liz, you're old enough that you can lie about your age if that's what you want to do. Okay. <laughs> that I, I cannot do that. That, that you don't want to do that. No, that it won't work. My principles. Okay. But I think you touch on something that is the other part of it. Besides the fear of aging, there's the fear of 
telling younger people that you're 65, you know, everywhere other than working with you guys, um, you know, where we're all close enough in age, so we don't have to stress it. Like the other half of my life working in, in the sports world, everyone, everyone I work with is like half my age, or sometimes I hear them referring to like, oh, it's my mom's 50th birthday coming up. And I'm like, ah, you know, so, uh, in fact, not too long ago, someone was mocking my email address. And I'm like, come on, it's not like I have a hotmail address or anything. It's not, I'm not at AOL.com. They're like, yeah, whatever. Just sort of an uncool email address. Wow. So, <laughs> That's you harsh. Know, <laughs> it's just, it's the thing out there. And you guys, you guys have kids and they already know how old you are. So that's, that's different. I'm dealing with kids, your, your kid's age, but they don't know how old I am. And maybe I would just rather not tell them. So, but then I just, you know what I hate, really hate is the word senior. I feel like, okay. Like maybe it's just a marketing thing. I know senior or all the silver sneaker, or I know it's supposed to seem less bad than like elderly but every time I hear people say things like well seniors can't really adopt to new technology I think who are you talking about because <laughs> that, that not Liz Dolan that, right that is not Liz Dolan but at the same point I will occasionally say to both of you guys I wish I had kids who could teach me how to do some of this stuff on my computer <laughs> so I know that it doesn't it's not consistent like Sunday night, I was watching the VMAs on MTV. Like, do seniors do that? No, seniors do not watch the Video Music Awards. <laughs> then, then last night, I was at Water Aerobics singing along to Super Freak. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess that really does age me a little bit, right? Right, right. You know, catchy. It's a catchy song, though. Everybody yeah. loves Super Freak, Liz. Don't worry about it. I bet it would be really good in the pool, too. Yes. Yeah, so good. Super Freaky. And everyone in... <laughs> Everyone in the class is in my age group and we're all getting super freaky and that's fun. So, so do you think you would like it better if there was another name for it, Liz? Like, is it just know. a branding issue for you? <laughs> I mean, Maybe. because I think there are many seniors that would turn in that uh, term for if okay. you could cook well, up we a can better work one. On that. Okay. Like on the one hand, Julie, and we don't need to get into the whole medical discussion, but you know, your insurance changes when you're turned 65. So I can't believe that I qualify for something called silver sneakers. <laughs> right? You know, I kind of like the silver term. You I've do? seen, yeah, I've seen that there are lots of Instagrams like silver sisters and yeah, I like it. I think silver okay. is better than seniors. So I, oh, okay. I, I think if you, you should re reframe silver, you know, mm -hmm. okay. uh, reframe silver and you know, silver sneakers. That's fun. Come on. Okay. Maybe I could go with silver. Yeah. So anyway, so here's the good news is that, um, I'm having a girl's weekend on Cape Cod the weekend after my birthday with a bunch of my college friends. And because we were all in the same class, we all turned 65 this year. So half of them have already turned 65 and the other half of us are to come. So we are going to discuss, we're going to work on a few of these issues. I hadn't really thought about it as a branding exercise, uh, but I think you're right. 
And, you know, I keep hearing these suggestions about what you should do at these major tuning points in your life. Like, <laughs> and how do you feel about this? Sounds rejecting some of these suggestions, Liz, before you even say them. Well, you know, I'm just not a list person. Everyone tells you, like, uh, write a list of the goals or write a list of your values or write a list, write a life plan. I just, I'm just not going to do that. (laughs) That's that's okay. I respect that. I think people write lists instead of doing things sometimes. And there's nothing I hate more than that term bucket list. I just don't like it. Oh, oh, that's a super negative term. Silver, silver list. How about your silver, (laughs) silver silver wishes, silver dreams. I read one book, Leanne, where they suggest that you create a reverse bucket list, that the concept of bucket list is wrong because you're just adding more complication to your life that you should write a list of things you want to get rid of. Oh, see, there you go. I could do that. Yeah. No, I don't want to write a list. No, (laughs) I, I attempted to write a list and the only thing I put on my list and maybe I should just stick with this as my silver theme was just learn new things. Yeah. Good. I like it. That's good. Yeah. So that's how I'm going to suit, suit you. Yeah. Anyway. So I, so you guys have had major milestone lately that you've dealt with how to go like, and any insights? Well, I would say this, this is Leanne. And I, you know, I think a lot about that phrase, aging is a privilege, right? Because some people don't get there. And I, I really turned around for me when I was diagnosed with cancer, I was 55. Uh, I had colon cancer. People are new three years ago. It's just actually three years ago this week, I was diagnosed. And I remember the first time I went into the gastroenterologist afterwards to sort of get the results in person. I already knew that I had cancer. And he said, listen, this is, you know, it's an early detection. You're, you're, you're young. You know, he said, you have a 90% chance of living five years. (laughs) And that I was like, what? Because like when I walked into the room, I pretty much thought I had a hundred percent chance of living to the age of 60, Mm -hmm. you know? So he may think that's a a really great number, but I was like, wait, I have a 10% chance of not living to the age of 60. And that just kind of turned it around for me. Like I feel I am excited to get to 60 because it will mean a lot of things. And then every year after that, I don't know, it's going to be silver, Liz. Like it's just going to be a bonus. So I... I do think age is a number and, uh, but I'd like to get to 60. That's a number I'd like to get to. So I don't fear it. I, I don't fear it at all, but that's because I had that weird, mm-hmm. I don't want to say life or death experience, but sort of life or death experience. Like, right. wow. Well, once, it definitely people... provided you a new perspective. Yes. Yeah. Right. right. Okay. I mean, I, you know, I have lost friends. We've lost some of our cousins. I mean, I think you think about that, but for me, getting older is really a celebration because Let's just face it. Getting old is not for the young and inexperienced. Okay, <laughs> it's not. Okay, I think that's your mom always get... said. Aging is not for the faint of heart. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's you. I mean, you can feel proud every. I you know another trip around the sun. I feel proud about it. I am proud to be standing tall. You know, and still active and doing a lot of things. And I don't take it for granted. Um, so. I I think you, you know, everybody has to decide how they want to embrace it um, and how they're going to navigate it. Um, but it is a time of great, you know, it is also a time of great power because of experience. I mean, and that 
that is something that you don't have when you're in your 20 and 30, or if you're a totally agree with that 36 year old prime minister dancing. Okay. (laughs) You don't have, you Mm -hmm. don't have the experience. You may not have had the experience of failure or of loss or, you know, you name it. Mm -hmm. And that makes you a stronger, more powerful person. And, you know, this is a time where, you know, things that you care, we've talked about it, things that you care so much about, external things in the 30s and 40s, they don't matter, okay? They don't. You know, you you know, you know, have your core beliefs, your core values, you, you know, you make really good decisions about who you want to spend time with. And, um, and I think that's, that's a good part of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think, yeah, I think you're right about that, that there's something about the perspective you gain that uh, I just think, especially when I think of it professionally, personally, it's all fine. It's just like professionally, now I just think of myself as the, the wily veteran. I don't have to work as hard as you because I've been there and already learned. Yes. And already okay. learned what you're doing. Ooh, right the now. wily veteran. Did you hear that, Lane? <laughs> that should be on a t shirt or something, Liz. Come on. I just feel like saying to these kids, what you're doing right now isn't going to matter at all. But okay, go ahead, knock yourself out. Because the wily veteran knows that that's going to make no difference at all in the end. So, I mean, that's why I, you know, I love doing this show with you guys. We're always learning new things. I love the other part of my professional life, always learning new things. So, okay. All right. Good. Good talk. Good talk. (laughs) Liz, it's going to be fine. You're going to be fine. And, you know, as I, maybe it's an opportunity to sort of, uh, think less about how you define yourself in terms of work and more as how you define yourself in terms of the rest of your life. I mean, I know you've tried to do that, but mm-hmm. you've just gone through a big work project. You know, mm-hmm. uh, you, you, you're thinking a lot about work, but maybe this is why people have retired at 65. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I but, no. And I, I just love it, Liz, that for your celebration, where most people are drinking and having cake, you and your friends have planned a summit, which is just so <laughs> Liz Dolan. So I hope Silver Summit. The Silver Summit. The Silver Summit. Okay, I'm going to tell them about this. That's what we're calling it now. I might have to make t-shirts now. Okay. Right, so... I am am very interested in hearing people's insights on this, which is, by the way, insights, not the same as advice, okay? (laughs) So if you know listeners... If you know anything about Liz, do not. She but if you like, if, if you've if you have thoughts about this, or you know what has helped you make transitions from one stage in life to another without freaking out too much, uh, you can put it in the Satellite Sisters Facebook group. I'll start a discussion about this, and then, or you can just email us if you're not on Facebook. Our email is hello at satellitesisters.com. I think this is a really interesting topic to think about, not just because it's me, um, but because I know from the stats, everyone who's listening to the sound of our voice <laughs> is also, you know, in the, let's just call it in the second half of life, second half of life. So we're going to do that. All right. We should absolutely make those t-shirts. Silver <laughs> Summit. A, yeah. Silver Summit. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> One last note on aging with it. Thought I would just pass along. I don't know if you guys saw it. So our sister Sheila, who many of you know, um, she she posted on social media the other day. Sheila is becoming a grandmother in October. Yay! She is super excited. Super duper excited about it. It's been a long time coming. And so on social media the other day, she she posted, "I am going to be a grandmother 
let the Nana nickname games begin. So she asked her friends to like, what should she be called as a grandmother? So I thought that was very cute that again, thinking about the grand, the branding of her grandmotherhood. And one of her friends made a suggestion that I am totally for. I voted for uh, one friend said she should be Lala as in Sheila. <laughs> I like Lala. That's well, cute. Her nickname growing up was Lily. Lily. So yes. obvi- obviously, it should be Lily. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. I, that's well, what Julie, I was thinking. Yeah. Julie, you can post that. You know, okay. I think everybody. She she actually did ask people to weigh in on this, so I just thought. Anyway, congratulations to Sheila. This is a major milestone in her life, and she's so excited about about it. And we're super excited for her daughter Ruthie and her husband Jeremy. Liz, summer is coming up, and you know what that means? It means you're grilling. You're grilling and chilling there with your your butcher box. What what do you got going on the grill this summer? Well, you know, here's the thing. Because I'm going to be up in in Bend for a part of the summer, I'm having my box sent there, Leanne. That's great. Go on vacation with your butcher box is what what I'm recommending. (laughs) Either way, you're just going to buy meat and fish and stuff when you get there. Why do that? Anyway, I love their steaks. I love their scallops. The scallops are really good. And the chicken thighs, all good. I'm ready. That's right. ButcherBox gives you peace of mind and easy to find high quality meat and seafood you can trust. It's 100% grass-fed beef, free-range organic chicken, pork that's raised crate-free, and wild-caught seafood. No antibiotics or added hormones. And as Liz said, delivered right to your doorstep. And you can customize that delivery plan, Liz. Right. Because it can go wherever you want it to go, whenever you want it to go. If you want to delay it a week, you know, speed it up a week, you just go to your ButcherBox account and you can make that all happen. It's so easy to manage online. Yeah. And if you're like Liz, you can take your ButcherBox on vacation, which is... That's nice. That's nice. Nice to have something familiar there. (laughs) Yes. So if you want to take your meat on vacation, sign up at butcherbox.com slash sisters and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free for a year offer plus an additional 20% off. So you can choose salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash sisters and use code sisters to choose your free for a year offer plus get $20 off your first order. Thanks, ButcherBox. Liz, you know we love talking about FrameBridge, don't we? We do. <laughs> because, <laughs> because there are just so many fun things to frame, Leon, aren't there? Right. Anything. You can just upload a digital photo from your phone and they can print it and frame it. And that is a gift right there, a gift people would love getting. But Liz, you recently had quite an exciting FrameBridge experience. Would I, I you did. like to share? Would you like I know, to? I talked about how when we were at the Bruce Springsteen concert, I was with our brother Dick, his wife Susan, his two kids, and one of the roadies threw us the set list at the end of the show, which was amazing to get the actual set list for the actual concert in Los Angeles. And we're like, oh, yeah, any day now, that's going to be in a place of honor in their home. Sure enough, Leon, they have already framebridged it and sent it to us with a picture. So I'll be in Bend next week, so I'll get to see it. But it's just excellent use of the Framebridge resources, the Bruce Springsteen set list. 
Fantastic. And this is gift giving season. So if you have a graduation coming up, a wedding, a shower, Mother's Day, Father's Day, look around. I'm sure you have something fun you can frame and Framebridge can do it for you. It's easy and it's affordable to frame just about anything. You get fair and transparent upfront pricing based on the size of your item. There's a great selection of frames. And as we've said in the past, fast service, free shipping, great for gifts. Mm -hmm. And guess what? Liz, not many things in life give you a happiness guarantee, but Framebridge does. If you're not 100% happy with your piece, they will make it right. So if this but sounds like- you are like... going to be happy, okay? Yeah. And that's just the Satellite Sisters promise. You're going to be out. You're going to be happy you did it. See why Framebridge has been trusted to frame over 2 million pieces. Visit framebridge.com or see a local Framebridge store to get started and custom frame just about anything, like a Bruce Springsteen set list. That's framebridge.com. Thanks, Framebridge. Okay, we are back. And before we get to entertaining sisters, I did want to remind people that we do have an entertainment channel. Uh, <laughs> in case you want all your content to be Satellite Sisters content, that's fine with us. Satellite Sisters has a YouTube channel. So just go to YouTube and search on Satellite Sisters channel. And what will come up is a Satellite Sisters channel that includes all of our podcasts from this year. Every podcast now gets posted on YouTube. It's the audio file, but you know it's a nice, easy way to listen to it. All of my talk about learning new things. All of my former cooking with Liz videos are there. And then we have a bunch of other videos, just Satellite Sisters videos that we've done over the years. So we would love if you subscribed to the Satellite Sisters YouTube channel. And you never know what's going to come up there next. I'm if it is going to be a source of entertainment, I promise you that. <laughs> okay, Liz. Oh, right. I can't wait. I, I, I can't know. wait to hear what you're Does doing. It sound like I I'm think there's going to be plan? some silver things going on over there. <laughs> Maybe we do the summit live on the Satellite Sisters YouTube channel. Now that's that's some big, big Liz Dolan <laughs> thinking there. Yes. All right. I want to remind people too that we have uh two other sources of information for you if you are looking for show notes or things we talk about on the show. First, we have a newsletter called Pep Talk, and I'm pretty good about sending out a Pep Talk every week that the show is in production. So uh, to sign up for Pep Talk, go to SatelliteSisters.com and a sign-up sheet will pop up there. It goes out Friday morning, and I include most of the show notes for real, and then a link to the full show notes and lots of other things, including an essay and recommendations, upcoming events. I do have a bunch of book events happening in the fall in various places. So uh, and if my other sisters are doing anything, they can let me know what I would put it in pep talk. <laughs> okay. It's not all just about me, uh, but uh, become a pep talk subscriber. Also, we have started posting the show notes on the Satellite Sisters website, just as its own blog post, because we had people a lot of people contacting us couldn't quite figure out the click on the three dots or look at the phone you're listening to the show on. <laughs> That's okay. There's no judgment. But if you go over to the Satellite Sisters blog, every week we'll just post the show with the show notes. There's nothing more than that. It's a very simple blog post, but it will have all the links. It has the sponsor links there, which is really important. So if you missed a sponsor link, you can go there. It will have everything we need, how to get in touch with us. Go to SatelliteSisters.com and click on blog. That's oh, that's how blog. you do it. That's okay. a good one. Yes. That's a good Remember one. I think that's blogging? a silver situation. It's a silver situation. <laughs> 
exactly. Exactly. Okay. Oh, speaking of that, Liz, speaking of silver, see, we have a whole new thing now. It's happening. Silver is happening like five minutes later. So, um, all right. Uh, You know, our Facebook page, there's so much good information over Mm -hmm. there. Uh, And then there's a lot of, just a couple of wild ideas, but you know, we, (laughs) we don't endorse, yeah. We don't endorse all some all the medical things, but that's okay. Pick and choose what you want over there. Uh, but people are traveling. Our people travel. They go places. There's so many good travel posts over at the Facebook group. Just join us on Facebook. You do have to answer the membership questions. But here's Lori's post, and I appreciated the responses. Okay, Lori, she is going to a three-week vacation in Sicily, and Whoa. her goal is one carry-on bag and a backpack. And this is what what she wrote. I am telling you all of this to hold myself accountable towards this goal. Okay. Okay. I love that. She's got a great carry on packing cubes to help me roll and compress. Okay. And dare I say this, looking for a good fanny pack. Lori, you have planted that seed in there. Uh, Yeah. Don't be ashamed. So she wants to know uh, if anyone had any packing tips. She's just posting it really. Actually, she didn't ask for packing tips, but people gave them to her. And she said, this is the first time in my life. And I'm 63 that I've taken a three week vacation from work. All right. So first of all, congratulations. That's great. Yeah. The best part of the whole post list was that everyone just posted congratulations keep us posted please mm-hmm. please post photos we want to know your tips how you did it so Lori, we're with you on this journey all right uh here here we, katie katie um katie uh posted this incredible tip she said uh she just traveled for four weeks with packing cubes in a carry-on so that can be done her one suggestion laundry soap sheets and a gallon ziploc bag you can put a small square of soap into the Ziploc and quickly do a load of laundry. Enjoy your trip. Oh, right. Mind blowing. That's yes. mind blowing. All right. I would, I would wear like four layers on the plane. I think that's <laughs> it. Okay. It's always cold on those planes. So just bulk up on your way over. Yeah. Okay. Julie, I was just about to read Sunny's suggestion because she has also traveled a lot internationally and she said they have serious weight maximums. So yeah. this is what Sunny said, wear your heaviest clothes and shoes, wear okay. a coat with large pockets for phone, oh, like wallet, iPad. I mean, that just made me laugh. Those yeah. won't get weighed. Also folding umbrella will not count towards your weight limit. Mm-hmm. So so Sunny, that's good tips. All right. That makes me laugh. Jenny. Thank you, Jenny. Fanny packs are cool again. They've actually been rebranded as belt bags. Yes, Jenny. Thank you. Uh, lots of similar ones now. They All the girls wear them like a cross body bag. Yes. I was at a music festival this weekend. I yeah. had mine on around my fanny because, you know, Gen X, but all the young kids had them uh, over their shoulders like a crossbody bag. Very cute. And then Julie said this, and I feel like we can discuss. Enjoy. If you pack a few expendable items, you can just discard them during your last week and make room for purchases. I think Interesting that's idea. I, that's when I idea. travel, when I travel with my friend Susie, that's what she does. She brings clothes and then she donates them to make more room in her suitcase. Yep. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. I was uh, expendables. I was like, what, what would you pack that you would actually want to wear that's expendable, but I can see a donation. All right. That's right. Fine. Well, I like, got so it. wear some of your, you know, clothes, well, you know, slightly worn clothes and then you, mm. you leave those and you have more room. Yeah. That's or, a good- that coat with the giant pockets. <laughs> 
I think a giant poncho, Leon, could hire, hide several layers of clothing, <laughs> several fanny packs. I could, I could just strap a lot of fanny packs to my body. I do always love when you see the people on the planes wearing multiple hats. You know, I just that's the oldest trick in the book. Makes me laugh every time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Lori, post photos. Good luck. We want to, we want to know about the trip. We want to know about the packing. I've always have wanted a, to go to Sicily. Yeah, me looks, too. Looks it's, so an ama- it's an amazing place and they have all these beautiful Greek ruins there. Yeah. It's, yes. going, it's going to be a good trip. Yes. Oh, uh, well, maybe she would like to take the book that I am going to recommend as part of entertaining sisters. I read and I, and I'm recommending Capote's women, um, a true story of love, betrayal and a swan song for an era and this is a non-fiction book written by Lawrence Lemer and it is the story of some high society women in the 50s and 60s who were befriended and then later betrayed by Truman Capote so yes so Capote called these women swans and they were they were the women that were on the best dress list they were always the highest societies like Babe Paley, Gloria Guinness, Lee Radziwell, CZ Guest, Pamela Harriman. And you get this, and there's profiles of each of these women and how Truman Capote sort of ingratiated himself with these women, mainly with the women, less so with the husbands. And he was, you know, staying at their country estates in Long Island. Yes, yes. yes, Freeloading in Palm Beach or at their shows chalet in switzerland but you also get this like picture of this type of woman during the 50s and 60s that what you know where they're only they were very extremely ambitious but they're really their options as they saw it was to marry well so they all like tried to marry like the richest person they could. And if that didn't work out, then they they divorced him and had an affair. So they all had a, like multiple marriages, multiple affairs in this sort of effort to to like be the richest, most famous, best dressed women. And it was it's sort of fascinating to read about this. And then it's this tragic story how these women who had, you know, in many cases, very unhappy lives and, and, you know, unsuccessful marriages and that they would, you know, tell Truman Capote about, you know, um, you know, their life secrets. He then used that against them uh, in, in a magazine article he wrote that was fiction, but it was very thinly veiled fiction. Mm. And so some of these women never spoke to him again after this Esquire magazine article came out. So it's, it's, it's a fascinating look at a group of women, like one Pamela Harriman. I mean, she was married to Churchill's son, And she was living with Winston Churchill. Her husband was off at the war. And then she starts an affair with Avril Harriman. So she's in Winston Churchill's house and she's (laughs) having this affair. You don't get that. Or how about Lee Radziwill? Did you know that she dated Aristotle Onassis first? Yes. Really? I didn't know that. I didn't know that. And in fact, she invited Jackie on to Aristotle Onassis's yacht to uh, uh, console her after Jack Kennedy was assassinated. And as soon as she walked on the yacht, uh, Jackie Kennedy, he dumped Lee Radziwill. Isn't that? Ouch. I mean, 
sisters Listen, sisters so, it's crazy it's a crazy so movie. it is so it was it's sort of it's a fascinating book i'd recommend it it's called capote's women by lawrence lemur um but it also then as i finished the book it led me to listen to megan markle has a new podcast out because everybody has po- podcasts called <laughs> archetypes um and here's what i'd say about it and i know liz you listen to it as well mm-hmm. i mean it's in- incredibly polished. I mean, she she sounds she her voice sounds very you know. I mean, she is an actress, so <laughs> so she has a beautiful sounding voice as she's talking, and she does appear to be almost reading a script. But again, she's an actress, so possibly, you know, it seems like a very produced podcast, unlike some of the raw quality you get here at, <laughs> at satellites sisters i don't Thank think you. there's any Thank i you. don't think there, i don't think there's any chance that people think we're reading what we're saying <laughs> here no no uh but um so i think some might find it interesting you yes. know that's that's all yeah. i can say uh in the first one uh, she interviews serena williams uh and uh, they are friends of some sorts. And so that's what that's what I'm going to say about this. But in some ways, Meghan Markle kind of reminded me of the women that were um, portrayed in this Truman Capote book, you know, like this ambition that leads you to make certain choices about your life and your marriages and your looks and what you're doing. So, yeah, interesting. I mean, yeah. Her ambition was first, though, to be a totally independent woman, which she was for many, many years. So I guess it's a little different. But yeah, I I enjoyed the part where she's talking to Serena yeah. because they're they're obviously friends mm-hmm. and is a little more relaxed. And to me, Serena Williams is just a fascinating person Mm -hmm. and obviously so timely. There she was last night at the U.S. Open. It's her last stand. So I enjoyed it. But as far as the scripting and everything goes, Leanne, you will laugh at the end. There are like 8,000 producers on this show. (laughs) (laughs) The credits are extremely lengthy. We we do not we do not have that on satellite sisters. It made, it made me laugh. <laughs> okay. All right. I'll put that on my list. Yeah. It's a lot to listen to. A uh, lot to listen to out there. But that book sounds good, Julie. It, I'd be interested in that. It's a very yeah. fascinating look. Yes. Mm. Okay. All right. I have a TV suggestion. Speaking of Lee Radswill and Jackie O, the um the, this is the new show bad sisters on apple tv plus have either of you guys started watching this yet no yes 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 (laughs) Yes. i've watched like three episodes it's terrific it's so it's a julie it's a dark thriller comedy okay about sisters okay filmed in ireland oh good okay that's a plus they are the garvey sisters and there's a there's a bad brother-in-law situation they have here and so it's how did the sisters, I mean, I'm only two episodes in, but the sisters are trying to deal with a bad brother-in-law. It's uh, written, executive produced, and starring Sharon Horgan as one of the sisters who I totally love. She did that great show, Catastrophe, this unbelievably profane, hilarious show about marriage and kids and all of that. So she's great. But also in this, one of the actresses who's one of the sisters is Eve Hewson, who is Bono's daughter. So oh, yeah, she's good. 
<laughs> she's really good. She is a key player in this story. And then one, and there's a whole, there's a whole murder mystery situation here. And so there are insurance investigators involved. And one of the insurance investigators is the actor, Daryl McCormick. And he's the actor, the Irish actor, who was so great in that movie I loved. Good luck to you, Leo Grand. Um, and uh, so he's in this. Very good. Anyway, it's Apple TV Plus. I totally recommend it. I'll put a link in the show notes. I don't know how many episodes there are. Do you know, Leanne? It's. I don't think it's super long. But anyway. Uh, yeah, I don't know that. Bad but... Sisters. How can you resist a show called Bad Sisters? <laughs> okay, it's on my list. <laughs> what I like, Liz, about the show is that uh, the brother-in-law situation is a very unexpected portrait. Mm-hmm. I thought they did a very good job at that, you know, uh, <laughs> at making him um, unlikable, but in an interesting way. So uh, <laughs> it's what I would say. <laughs> that's, that's there, a nice comment. There are a lot of ways you could go with the Irish brother-in-law and they yeah. didn't go that way at all. So yeah, uh, yeah I, th- I think it's very good. I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it. Um, okay. Just a reminder to people, uh, Julie, I know it's new to you, but last year I put out my first, um, witchy book list for the spooky season. You know, how I have I love- no memory of this whatsoever, <laughs> but I I'm just going to attribute it to COVID. Okay. Uh, I mean, I, I like Halloween. I like the fall. I like witches. Yes. I like books about witches. I dress up as a witch on Halloween. There are a lot of books out there about witches and spooky witch-related things. And uh, this is the time of year that all the publishers bring them out. So I have been hard at work this summer reading a lot of witchy books, and I'll be putting that together. And um, and so we have next week off because it's Labor Day, but that, that following week in September, that book list will drop. We'll talk about a few on the show, but a lot of some romance witchy books some oh. funny richie books so one really never have a romance with a witch but carry on like, <laughs> okay <laughs> well you don't know what you're missing i mean it's magic jill it's magic it's what i what i know for my reading magic uh but i did put a, together a book list last year so liz has kindly put a link to that book list in the show notes so if you're if you can't wait to get started on your witchy reading uh lots of good books from last year's list and there'll be more this year yeah so that's yeah. that's exciting news if like julie you forgot there was even a, a witchy list last year <laughs> no problem boom there it is in the show notes which as Liam explained will now be posted everywhere on the internet <laughs> yes. <Okay>. perfect <laughs> all right all right now it's time to thank Thank our extensive staff that helps us produce Satellite Sisters. Uh, we'd like to thank Sergio Enriquez. Thank you, Sergio. Thank you for being our engineer and our editor and holding it all together for us and recording the show. We appreciate that, Sergio. And then our exhaustive list ends with Emily Loudermilk, who does our graphic <laughs> design. Um, thank you, Emily. She always puts together really fun graphics for every show. It's a, it's a simple process for her. She listens to the show and creates the graphics. It's a miracle every week when she does it, and it makes us laugh. Thank you, Emily. If you want to see more of Emily, work, please subscribe to Pep Talk or follow us on Instagram at uh, Sat Sisters. Oh, you know, I wanted to mention something. We were talking about the travel thing. Remember when people traveled and we had that hashtag at Sat Sisters Travel? Oh, yeah. yeah. And that was really fun to yes. follow along on. And so if you're traveling and uh, Lori, you know, you're going to Sicily, but we know According to our Facebook page, everybody is going everywhere all the time. So if you post on Instagram, use that hashtag, Sat Sisters Travel. We'd like to see where you're going and what you're up to. Yeah, uh, a good if, idea, Liam. Yeah, 
Yeah. And it just all came back to me today, Julie, when I was doing the extensive show notes. So uh, (laughs) when I was quote, producing the show. Uh, All right. So that exists too. That sat sisters travel hashtag. All right. uh, Our to-do list for the week. Well, we are expecting a giant heat wave in Los Angeles landing tomorrow. Temperatures well north of 100 degrees. So my entire to-do list is just stay cool. It is going to be a hot week. And of course, coinciding nicely with the week that we're not allowed to water our yards anymore. (laughs) prepare. So pretty much everything in my garden will die. So that's okay. I'm going to stay cool. And it's important. We should save our water out here. It's just bad timing. I'm staying cool. Julie, how about you? Well, I'm excited uh, because I, I got it. We all the neighbors got a notice that someone in our neighborhood lost a bracelet while she was out jogging. So now I have like a whole new purpose when I walk the dog. I am looking for this bracelet. I like I want to be the hero. I want to find it. And it will give me something to do while Oliver is sniffing some bush. The same <laughs> bush that he's in. Oh, Isn't that good? Keep us posted. Hashtag Sat Sisters bracelet. Okay, Liz. (laughs) Well, you know, again, back to the topic of aging, I would like to announce that I have a historic physical therapy appointment on Friday of this week. And it's historic because it is the first one that will actually be paid for by Medicare. (laughs) Okay, Liz. So, okay. So I am going from physical therapy that was costing me $92 $92 a session to physical therapy that will be costing me zero, $0 a session. So I guess there's some good parts to this whole aging thing. Anyway, I'll let you know how it goes. All right. We're the Satellite Sisters. Hey, sisters, have a great week. You do too, Liam. And don't forget, call your Satellite Sister.